When millionaires talk, people listen. Uh, well, actually, I take that back. Maybe not teenage millionaires. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode, and I'm glad you're back with us. I'm your host, Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth. And if you're not subscribed to the show already, just make my producer happy and tap that fall button, please. All right. Today's show is going to be focused on millionaire quotes, millionaire stats, and millionaire mindsets. Lots of millions. We'll look at what makes millionaires tick and how they approach life, work, and investing. And you know, to keep it interesting, we may even mix in some offbeat quotes from some wealthy folks known for being characters. Listen, there's been a common trend of saying a millionaire isn't as great as it used to be. And maybe it's true, maybe due to inflation, a million dollars isn't what it used to be. But hey, I still don't think people would turn down the title. It's just a good level to shoot for, an easy level to shoot for, right? Like, you retire with a million bucks, then maybe you're okay. Just like if you can run a four-minute mile, like my son, maybe you're okay. Man, the only thing better than running is not running. Anyways, everybody has a goal to shoot for, and that may mean retiring with three million bucks, not a million. Or maybe that goal for you is 750000 in savings because maybe you plan to work part-time while you're in retirement. Either way, the right mindset will actually help you to get where you want to go so that your retirement lifestyle matches your partner's dreams and your resources. Okay, so the first quote is from, well, you guessed it, here's the quote, an investment in knowledge pays the best dividends. I love this one because it hits on so many different areas. A good education is certainly powerful for young people and continuing that education can help those in their 30s and 40s to earn even more money. So to me, this little nugget of wisdom also means something else, learning from mistakes. Taking the time to contemplate life decision and the results is wise. And many people just don't slow down long enough to do it. So they make the same mistake over and over. So for instance, sticking with a job too long out of fear of change. That's a very common one. Another one for entrepreneurs is starting a business, but the timing just wasn't quite right. Mistakes are fine, and in fact, we get a lot of our great life lessons from making them. But what's important here is to actually take note of what had gone wrong and be critical about it. Lastly, on this quote, becoming a smart investor takes time, experience, and knowledge. The more knowledge you gain, the better your decisions will be when you decide where your investments need to go. All right, and if you hadn't guessed it, Benjamin Franklin wrote this quote, along with endless other great financial quotes. I'll add another one before the end of the show too. And we're about to move on to the next quote, but in case you're wondering how a modern millionaire is defined, there's some controversy over the exact tallies, but some people have stricter guidelines than others, and it's really based upon net worth, which is their assets and liabilities and liquidity. Nonetheless, one report put the number of American millionaires at about 22 million individuals. And many of those have probably read this next guy's book and where this quote comes from. Most people fail to realize that in life, it's not how much money you make, it's how much money you keep. And that one is from Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I've read a number of times. We've all heard stories of millionaire celebrities and athletes who have gone broke, right? And it's because they didn't follow that advice. Lottery winners, for instance, also find themselves in that position. It's probably because they've never had a million dollars and they just don't know how to manage it. But this is a problem for lots of regular people too. For instance, small business owners may be one of these. Oftentimes they have great income, they have lots of revenue coming in, but they get blinded by those inflated incomes and they sort of forget, they lose track of the fact that there's a lot of overhead that's actually chewing up all their money or flattening down their profits. 
And this can go on for years before they really wake up and realize that they didn't put as much effort into controlling costs as they did growing the revenues. So remember, keeping your money while you're working and you're retired is a major skill set. It's one thing to have and use this skill set while you're in great health, but our golden years are a little bit of a different era, right? We think that not as much money will be going out since most of our stuff is paid for by then, but there's always inflation, there's home repairs, that kind of stuff, and not to mention medical issues that can include things from like hip surgeries to arthritis medication or even long-term care facilities. But the bottom line here from this quote is financial success requires many skills. Earning good money is just one of them. Now there's another great quote that I'm gonna use in just a second, the version I had heard when I was growing up is, making the first million is the hardest. Now for the actual quote, which comes from John Ron, and I highly recommend his lectures and books. He said, become a millionaire, not for the million dollars, but for what it will make of you to achieve it. Man, that is some serious wisdom if I've ever heard it. I really like the idea of the journey that helps shape us. We don't find ourselves, we create ourselves, and it's an ongoing process. A man or a woman can learn a lot by saving up a million dollars. There's a lot to reflect on at the end of the journey. How they had formed good habits or quit bad ones, what kind of budget worked for them, or how they and their partner came together to reach a financial level. But most millionaires do not sit back and just admire their accomplishments. They just keep moving, and sometimes they're serial entrepreneurs. They see problems and they like the feeling of fixing something or filling a gap and their reward is that feeling of achievement. This also goes for other millionaires that I know who have reached that level and they just don't stop to go and lounge on the beach for 30 years. They see they can do good in the world by working, by building more, and they sometimes will employ other people close to them, family or friends. Or they see the ongoing need for their use and their skills, and they're able to give back through their community because they are not going to slow down one way or the other. So before I move to the next millionaire's quote, did you know that the French introduced the word millionaire? Pardon the terrible fake accent. They introduced it into the world's vocabulary. Back then, it was used to describe men who invested in the new world around the 18th century. A million dollars at that time in 1900 would have been over $31 million in today's dollars. Isn't that brutal? I mean, that's inflation for you folks. But apparently you need more than $10 million today in order to be in the top 1% of wealthy Americans, and this is according to Credit Suisse. All right, next up is this quote. I believe you have to be willing to be misunderstood if you're going to innovate, and that's from Jeff Bezos. This guy knows a little bit about business. Prime example of being a business success story. I can barely remember when Amazon only sold books, and now they sell nearly every item ever invented. He took some chances, just like those French investors, on something new and it paid off. Building a business is one way to become a millionaire, and you don't have to take wild risks. You can actually become wealthy by starting a business and making it only 10% better than the existing competition. And having competition isn't a bad thing, right? It's proof that there's a market for your product or your service. Figuring out how to innovate or save money and be more efficient can be a game changer. You don't have to invent the wheel. You just have to have a better one or a shinier one that people love and that you've innovated your way to see success without rolling the dice on some unproven business. Okay, in other podcasts, you've heard that all investments involve risk, right? 
All right, well, this next quote is one of those fun quotes, which highlights that very dramatically by Richard Branson. If you want to become a millionaire, start with a billion dollars and launch a new airline. I honestly thought that one was attributable to Warren Buffett, but that may be through one of his more recent acquisitions, uh, re-quoting Richard Branson, who has owned Virgin Airlines for some time. Anywho, I am amazed that any airlines are able to stay in business anyways when you see those reports of how much money they lose. It is just astounding. This next quote actually illustrates a mindset, and it's as serious as a heartbeat. If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die, said by Warren Buffett. And I'm pretty sure Mr. Buffett wasn't talking about buying a laundromat or buying 800 vending machines, though those appear to be a decent passive form of income. The stock market is what he's referring to, and it's the natural way to earn money on your money while you get some rest. Even if you could work 18 hours a day, seven days a week, what would that get you anyway? Burned out, ruined health, and a family who forgets your name and not to mention they don't save leftovers. We can only work so hard. Working smart is part of the success formula and that includes investing on a consistent basis, just making it part of the routine. There are a lot of millionaire success stories out there about creating a cool invention or landing a once in a lifetime job. But the vast majority of millionaire stories are from regular folks who work, save, invest, and repeat. Does that make a thrilling episode of Shark Tank? No, but it doesn't matter. It's how most wealth is built. Eight to nine hours of work on the clock, five or six days a week, and then invest so that your income can then grow while you're off the clock. Look, there are lots of variations of how people feel about certain investments. Some people will lean more into like real estate, let's say, while others just prefer a core portfolio of risks. In any case, at this point, you must ensure that your money is working for you instead of you doing all the work. I can't tell you how many people try to work their way to retirement, but don't focus enough on saving and investing. I love hard work. I'm from New England and have a good work ethic and the American can-do attitude. But as I said, I can only work so many hours before the burnout starts to happen. And most people just can't work into their 80s, even if they want to or have to. Compounding interest is your tireless coworker. So you've got to make sure to put that coworker on your payroll every single week by planning, saving, and investing. Okay, I had promised one more Benjamin Franklin financial quote before we wrapped up for the day, but actually I'll give you two. So this first one, better to go to bed supperless than to rise in debt. Old Ben knew how painful debt could be, and that was way back before credit cards and the easy credit system we have in America today. What he's saying is that we have to make sacrifices in the short term to avoid getting in a hole that erodes our income and prevents savings. We've got it good in the US, right? And many would actually say we've got it way too good. We have so much leisure time that we can fill it in with shopping and buying big expensive toys that we may not even have time to use. I know a lot of boat owners, they love their boats, RV owners and motorcycles. These are all fun, but too much fun can make for a retirement that's less fun, if you know what I mean. And Franklin's next quote, or last quote that I'll use here, is, Beware of little expenses. A small leak will sink a great ship. For me, we're very aware of our finances and how we spend. But it's not necessarily the same for other high-income earners who can spend as much or more than they make. And if you pay attention to an $11 mistake on a bill or an invoice, then you're catching the little things. Great. That also is likely to mean that you're not going to miss a $99 difference next time. Paying attention is a habit, and just like any other habit, it takes practice and work. You can manage the little expenses, and you can build the habit of managing all your expenses. 
So another example of little expenses, you won't get those little tricky subscription services that cost you 19 bucks a month when you've stopped using the service, let's say five months ago. And stuff like that happens all the time. You know it as well as I do. A friend of mine, he was using an email software that wasted $150 over three months because he didn't have the actual time to use the software. And let me give you a final stat, which applies to all of us, and then we're pretty much done. A survey found that thousands of Americans were wasting about $348 a year on subscriptions they're just not using. Little expenses are sneaky and will sink a great ship. Okay, guys, just a quick recap, and I won't go back through all the quotes. I think it's important to just remember that millionaire mindset isn't a complicated thing. It's like getting a black belt in martial arts. You simply keep showing up. You don't have to be Chuck Norris. Just invest in the process and you'll get where you want to go. Work hard and smart. Pay attention to and tweak your financial plans on a regular basis. And get professional guidance so that you're not in this thing alone. As always, get in touch with me if you think I can help. I'm known to give my time, probably a little more time than I should, to talk about a couple of ideas with strangers. And don't forget, I can be of service to you with your financial planning and wealth needs also. I can be reached at 860-368-0827. Just ask for me, Eric. And I look forward to you tuning in in the next episode. Enjoy your day. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.